play whatever. Yeah. All right, let's see. Start with an original tune. Once a thought was in my mind I could not be disinclined But knowing that What we had was doomed And I wish I could rewind Not to try and change your mind But to resist the wonder of your gloom Like a dream that I control within my slumber Please don't make me go, just put me under It was so easy let you in like a drug I couldn't cut myself from you and now it's so easy to understand it would have been easier to stay away from you that's it what up everybody it's Nate with Street Wave um, this is the holiday special uh, Streetwave podcast. And tonight my guest is Adam Stuber. What's going on, man? What's up? Hey, man, I appreciate your time. What's crazy about like, I just want to tell the listeners a little bit about like how our paths have crossed. Um, Your brother, Cody, um, I have been around him for a long time and um, absorbed his energy, absorbed his humor and have been able to, to, oh, 100%, and um, been able to uh, craft it in my own style. So uh, your brother's made a mark in my life and i feel like you you are making a mark in music here in the city so uh, i feel like a very special person to be in your living room right now in front of a christmas tree chatting chatting up about yourself Um, i want to dive into your life um just for the listeners that don't know uh uh, you know much about you um maybe in an overall sense just tell us a little bit about yourself where you're from um what got you to kansas city um what you're doing right now and what, what your plans are well, yeah, uh, I guess I am from Wichita, Kansas, born hey. and raised. Hey. Uh, lived there until I went to college. I actually went to K-State, which was like the worst town ever, if you're a musician. Yes, yes, Ma- Manhattan, Kansas, um, say less. I spent uh, <laughs> five years of my time. I went to college at Manhattan Christian College. Did you really? Yeah, so just across the street, uh, literally across the street. Um, I graduated in 2012, so I'm a little old um, on that sense, but... Um, I agree. I, I didn't find older, a lot of unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find a lot of things to do in Manhattan other than riding my fixie bike, which was cool. Being yep. part of the coffee clan that was there, um, creating some kind of community for me to to be um, to exist there. I, probably, I needed that. We probably crossed paths because my fraternity was. I was in a fraternity. Yes, I'm like as far from like a fraternity guy. I think now, right, as you could possibly be, but. Uh, was like right across from City Park, which was pretty close to yeah uh, Manhattan Christian College. And it's crazy to say City Park. I've I've lived um, twice in very um, uh, close proximities to that park. Fremont, yeah, um, twelve twenty four Fremont's where we oh, was. So. <laughs> that's what's up. Um, I I don't remember the the direct address, but I was in um, the basement of a duplex. That was my last year there in Manhattan. It was great. It was a nice way of like piecing out. 
yeah, yeah um, for sure. I think that's I think that town is special for us uh, you know for a limited time for those that want to you know have bigger you know admirations and um, want to live in a bigger city yeah uh, for some people love it uh, I, I don't real, I don't wear purple you could never catch me wearing purple <laughs> so I didn't blend in too well there yeah purple's not purple's just not a color that goes with anything which is like an unfortunate thing to oh yeah have that be my school color for sure I'm still like a k-state fan but just if i were to ever do it over again like ku would probably be way better as far as like pursuing music for sure gigs in lawrence are great um i think i've been only like a few shows in manhattan um a band called the banded kansas if you remember that band um they played in manhattan like a bar stage place bar there's stage probably a lot of there's yeah. probably a lot of those in aggieville i'm not for sure which one it's kind of like further down and to the right if you're like it, it was on the same side as uh what's that java bristo uh, the cop not radina's uh, but blue stem blue stem yeah, yes yeah. it was on that side but further down but anyway you're from you went to, so you went to college in manhattan yeah and then what happened after that uh so i moved here well so I briefly moved to Lubbock, Texas for five days uh, Excellent. for a job that hey. didn't work out. And then yeah. I moved here, which turned out to be the best thing ever. Right. Uh, I worked at State Street Corporation, which is a financial services company downtown. Awesome. Uh, I worked there for six years. And uh, basically, I think the first band I played in, actually, in KC was a country band. What was the name? Uh, the Jeremy Nichols Band. Hey, and, lead uh, guitar player? Uh, yeah, I was a lead guitar Woo. player. Yeah, be, yeah, hum- be humble. I was like not really sure how to find a band. So I just like responded to this Craigslist ad and uh, went and tried out and got the gig. And uh, yeah, it was uh, kind of funny. I mean, like country's not really like my super thing. I do like country, like some country, right. like good country. Yeah. Like the stuff that's on like country radio 99 percent of it i think is like just bro country i guess what you would call bro country and I'm not a big <laughs> i call fan it of that garbage stuff. but like uh like i can dig like some chris stapleton and like some like i think country songwriters a lot of them are some of the best songwriters there is right, uh, right. but not really the stuff that's on mainstream radio like yeah. that stuff is garbage like, i feel like it's very depressing or very like fluffy love story yeah. am i wrong yeah, yeah i don't know i mean i think um, some of the best songs are love story songs though which is yeah okay let me take that I back write. yeah yeah <laughs> taylor swift come on yeah um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I know what you mean fluffy <laughs> love story there's a different there's a genre there <laughs> <laughs> there's a google search it's separate <laughs> yeah um how was how was it like playing in a, a band like your first band here especially in country how how was that difficult for you to like transition or like to learn anything new or not? I mean, it kind of was like, I mean, I had to learn a lot of songs that like I wasn't like terribly familiar with. Right. And I think I did kind of pick up some of like the countryness in my playing, which is kind of, I think benefited my playing a little bit. Like it's made me more of a unique player, I guess. Uh, at least I want to say that, but, uh, and I guess I did kind of lie. That wasn't necessarily my first band. I did play in a band for like six months. What was it? it? Was, what were they uh, like? They were the Midnight Shakers, but we didn't really play like real gigs. Like the first real band that I played in that actually had like real gigs all the time was the Jeremy Nichols band. Ooh, yeah. Um, how long did you play with them? Uh, Jeremy? Yeah. 
uh, probably like five, at least five years. Wow. It was, it was a long time. Yeah. Like, and, uh, did you, when you, when you met them that first, like, um, was it like a tryout or were you just like, let me send you a little bit what I can do? How did you, how did that all happen? It was a tryout. Like I remember I met in like the drummer of the band's basement and like they sent me like a song list and I like kind of just learned the songs that I thought that they would want me to learn. Like the more like, I guess, complicated songs out of the list and, uh, uh, then they called me, I think like a week later and offered me the gig. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was, I guess the last time I officially tried out for a band. So, which wow. is, I guess a good feeling. But yeah, definitely. It's a song called Misty, which was actually like the first song that I wrote ever, like all the way through, but it's still, I think like somehow my best song I've ever written, but which is kind of annoying at this, like, cause it's like, I've only gotten worse since my best song, but. was a cool Monday morning, a dampness in the air, the fog was resting on the bed, there was a storm coming in, dark clouds in the distance, the sun is shining through, like beams of light against the night, an ocean of blue, you know it's time. For me and Misty to take a ride And oh, it's time For me and Misty to take a ride solo at the end but <laughs> I want to I want to get down to like some instruments like what instrument do you play right now I play guitar guitar so. and what brand uh, the guy that I just played was a, an Eastman okay and uh, then I play a Fender Strat is kind right. of my my go-to electric right. guitar uh, electric guitars are kind of my thing for sure right right and how long did it um, your pedal board so let me just share a little bit of my knowledge on pedal boards. Um, and in college, it was like a, a collector's piece almost. Let's see what, you know, we would either trade for different, you know, pedal boards, yeah. different effects. Um, here's what happened to me. I got onto the Boss ME50, which is an old model that Boss made, and I fell in love with it. It had everything that I wanted. It had, like, the good, the giga delay. Um, it had, like, the reverb that I wanted. All You know, always, you know, the Boss Is that stream. like a multi-effects thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah um, they stopped making it at one point. I think they only make like, it's the Emmy like 70 or 80 now, but it's something that I really enjoy doing because, um, finding that perfect patches, the perfect pedal board was like always, it seemed like a one up game sometimes, you yeah. know, that people are just, we were like flexing on or 
maybe knew a little bit what they're talking about, didn't really know like the full capacity of what they actually had. So let's talk about your pedal board. Uh, what do you got going on? So my pedal board is like the most simple, complicated looking thing I think there is. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't like pe- pedals with more than like three knobs, although like most of those pedals have more than three knobs. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> one, uh, so the white one on the end here actually is three pedals in one. So technically there's only three knobs per pedal. Oh, wow. Uh, but I don't know. Like, I mean, I really just like use overdrive, overdrive. and some delays and some right. reverbs right. and, uh, the big gigantic pedal is just a looper, which I really just use for like solo gigs. Solo gigs. Uh, yeah. so I can just kind of, I'll just loop like a rhythm section thing and like kind of jam over it for solos yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, this Thursday I actually have a three hour just guitar gigs so i will be using that a lot three hour yeah. jeez um how, how do you go for preparing preparing for that just like <laughs> you just feel what or you just play whatever feels good for those three hours? i think that's what i'm gonna do i don't really know <laughs> this is actually my first just guitar gig i've had in like ever so yeah uh, yeah, it might be a little bit relaxing what do you think yeah i mean it might it might be really boring <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I want to talk to, all right, so we talked about the equipment that you had. Um, I want to talk about like some of your projects, your solo stuff that you've been working on, and then the bands, bands, can I say bands that you've been a part of or you help out you with? You can say bands. Is that cool? Um, do you want to, do you want to talk about some of those projects that you're? Sure. You're I mean, right now, my biggest thing is uh, my, my band, right. which is a band called uh, Cantaloupe City. Okay. Uh, the name doesn't really have much significance, I guess, other than it was like a random thing that came off of my bass player's tongue. And then it turned into an inside joke for like a year. And then once we actually decided to become a band, that had to be our band name. So uh, before, I guess, the band that I'm currently playing with, Cantaloupe City, uh, I was playing with a female lead singer named Lauren Anderson as part of her band. Okay. And uh, she actually moved off to Nashville. But the inside joke was always that Cantaloupe City was the backing band for Lauren Anderson. Yeah, yeah. And once she moved to Nashville, we decided to do the band thing. Uh, but yeah, I play, do a lot of that uh, band stuff. We're actually recording an EP nice. at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Where are you recording right now? Uh, so our keyboard player is actually an engineer and he's oh. got a home studio. That's awesome. Uh, so we, yeah. uh, we're just doing it there right now. We're st- right now figuring out where we're going to send it off to get mastered. Yeah. How many uh, songs? Uh, just five, five, but okay. Yeah. EP. Potentially six. Okay. But how long, um, how was, how was the writing process for that? Uh, I mean, I ba- I basically wrote all of the all songs, songs and yeah. kind of brought them to the band, and we kind of fine tuned them as yeah. a band. And yeah. those, were those you shared a few? Did you share a few tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that'll be on the yeah. It'll be on the EP. Two oh of, hell yeah! Two of the ones that I played will be on the EP. Yeah, and like so, when you're writing music, does it just come naturally for you? Do you just like sit on your guitar, play a couple of the sh- stuff, and it just comes to you, or are you just kind of like? Do you need to get away from your house? Is it kind of like that kind of thing, like alone time? I wish that was the case. I feel like uh, 
writing never comes naturally to me. I, uh, it's always like when I'm just like bummed out or depressed about something, I feel like that like songwriting is kind of like more therapeutic than anything. Yeah. Like it kind of, I'll, uh, like start writing something and it'll, uh, then it kind of like, you'll get invested in that. And then it kind of takes your mind off of yeah. like other things that you're yeah. thinking about. But at yeah. the same time, it's kind of like an outlet. So, yeah. And then that's how I feel for like Street Wave. That's been exactly my thing yeah. for me. Very therapeutic. Um, what did it feel really great for to get the album done with? Did you feel like you put it all out there, your emotions, everything? Now you're able to like have as like another ideas for like next songs come into part yet? I mean, I, I feel like I played another song tonight that uh, I'm hoping will be on like the next one, but that's like the more country one. That okay. Won't be on the album, I wish. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I've, I'm still like writing. It's like a, it's a slow process writing, but so I, uh, I wish I had more time to write, I guess. Cause yeah. And I, I kind of think, kind of feel like for us as creatives, is time is everything for us. It really is. And it's like actually like, setting yourself up i think to be able to write effectively is like another thing like last week i just had my guitar like 90 percent of the time my guitar amp and my guitars stay in my car because like just i don't feel like i'm loading them after the gig yeah definitely. so like i'll have my acoustic guitar but like my electric guitar is kind of where i like thrive like last week i had like my amp and my guitar like i just brought it in after the gig and set it up and then i played it so much more and then i ended up writing a lot so damn it's uh so it's like just like actually like setting yourself up for that is yeah uh, prioritizing um time management for sure planning anyway yeah i feel like um it's it's hard for me to even like reach into like 2020 right now and see like for uh, i know like what our expectations are for 2020 but the vision is still like half blurry and I'm okay with that. Not knowing the future, you know, is okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. I can plan as much as I want to, but, um, foreseeing things is not a gift of me, of mine, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm yeah, okay yeah. with like just living <laughs> in the now, you know what I'm saying? Taking it day by day. I think it's, it's healthy for my regiment and for what I do, you know what I mean? And putting time into street wave, um, 50 50 now with my job taking up time as well has been um i've been able to 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 get a, a regiment i've been able to get like a routine going you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. um do you find like find a routine for yourself now is harder than it was maybe a couple years ago i mean i think i have a routine and it's like going to work and coming home and like trying to figure out what i'm gonna do with the next five hours of my life and then half of that <laughs> before i have to go to bed uh but I think that's like the hard thing is like, cause truthfully, like if I just like were to pick up my guitar and like start playing, that's probably all I would do for the rest of the night. Mm. Then like when I guess when I'm thinking about doing that, then I'm like, oh, but then I can't watch that show on Netflix <laughs> if I pick <laughs> this up. It's like, and then I, I end up wasting an hour deciding whether I want to like pick up my guitar or not. Yeah. Half the time I'll pick it up and start playing for a long time, and then half the time I'll decide to watch Netflix. So <laughs> yeah, no, no, and I, I want to hit you with kind of a, a straight-on question: Is uh, what does music mean to you? I mean, with that all being said, uh, like 
everything. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, like it's almost like synonymous with who I am. Like I've, I don't think I realized who I was as a person. I don't think until like I discovered music. Like, I mean, I guess, uh, like growing up, like my brother, my older brother, I uh, was always like super good at sports and stuff. And uh, so I basically failed at every sport because like the second I picked it up, like I always had to like look up to my brother who was always better at that than me. Uh, my dad was a musician. He's a drummer right, uh, right. and played some guitar. Yeah. And I just remember like watching him one day in the living room and uh, he was playing his guitar and I'm like, I want to learn this. Uh, and he like taught me the basic chords and stuff and like and how old, how old were you at that time 14 14 so. and you are how old right now 33 hey it's okay i'm 34 <laughs> i feel you no it's insane because like um not to go off of like a, a just a, a real quick uh curveball is um i picked up guitar when i was 18 church camp really learned the key the chords of g c e minor you know the whole like basic yeah. worship leading Oh yeah, I mean, so my first my first gig was uh, for Young Life. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Young Life, but yeah, yeah, I I did that for I guess a year and a half in high school. Yeah, so I'm I'm, it must have been like so I'm the only musician in my family, so I I can I couldn't even imagine seeing my dad like playing an instrument and I just being like whoa, super inspired. It's kind of a weird thought, but like. I mean, as like a 14 year old, but I'm, I remember like legitimately thinking like this would be super cool to like be able to have this for like my kids someday. Hmm. Uh, although that's like still yet to be <laughs> known whether that'll ever happen. But <laughs> Hey, speak it out. Manifest it, bro. It's going to happen. <laughs> but no, I mean, it was just, uh, yeah, super cool. And like, I just kind of admired that, I think. And like, then once I like picked up the guitar, like I just there was like kind of an instant connection there and yeah i have not put it down in yeah. i guess close to 20 years now <laughs> wow so. that's astounding well wow. what are some of your inspirations uh musically or musically just, yeah. uh, like we could do artists? both maybe like as a, as a person and as a musician uh i mean i guess musicians that inspire me would be like I mean, John Mayer was kind of like a huge influence to me. Who's that guy? As a guitar player. Uh, Although, like, when I first heard of him, like, I wasn't, like, that inspired just because I thought he was just, like, a pop guy. Right. Uh, But then Your body is a wonderland? What the hell? I saw, like, some, like, HBO special of him and his trio. Right. And That uh, was wild. I remember just being like, man, this guy can play. Yes. uh, Yeah, then I started listening to him after that, and... uh, like I was kind of, I was like always a blues guy growing up. Like Steve Ray Vaughan was like the first guitar player that I like just tried to emulate like as much as I could. Damn. And uh, then yeah, John Mayer came on the picture after that. And uh, like recently, I've been like super into a band called Dawes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, Taylor Goldsmith is the lead singer, which who just married Mandy Moore actually. Whoa, uh, she's year. gonna be in town soon. Is she really? Yeah, I'm. She's oh, I actually saw that because right? I'm kind of curious because she said she's coming through with her band, and I know that like Dawes, like most of Dawes, like recorded 
all of her album. Wow. So I'm kind of wondering if they're not touring, I wonder if they'll be her band. Right? No, but I might have to go to that show. But what a what a great feeling on stage that would be to have them as your your band. Yeah, no kidding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whew. I'm a big fan of um Alan Stone. Alan Stone. Love Alan Stone. Sing his ass off. Oh yeah. Um, like your that. brother got me into PJ Morton and I haven't been able to go away. PJ like, Morton, man. Like PJ Morton is on like, another level too. Yeah. Like songwriting, musically, vocally, just Yeah, he's Him on the organs, wild. Him on, on the, the keys is like he's on crazy. another planet, man. Yeah, I think Daz, like like just Taylor Goldsmith songwriting. Like I think when I discovered them, like there's his songs like hit pretty hard too. But also like his guitar playing is For sure. super awesome. And so Hell yeah. I, th- I think that's kind of like a thing too. Like when you discover an artist, like whether you connect with them or not, it kinda has to do with like where you are in life, which is a weird thing. So Man, isn't that the truth? Like um, so at the cafe, I'll be playing some like older music, whether it's like hip hop or whatever. And I'm like, or like old emo bands. And I yeah. can literally go back to when I was like 19 and be like, man, I remember being in line at El Torreon and like waiting to get in this spot to see them live. And then like me like getting teary eyed because it was so emotional to me to be like that music. I mean, music in general and overall in my life has saved my life. Like I would not... I don't know where I would be without it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I um, know what you're saying. <laughs> whether I was whether I was playing or not, like, I mean, it has it has um, it has brought me out of the deeps of depression. Um, it has led me to different things. Um, when I when when you you know I'm picking up on the lyrics of like this is something I maybe should or shouldn't do. Um, you know, as a young person growing up. Um, and then to really just um, make my moment better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it's incredible what music does. And I kind of want to do a, a shift right now into different music, if that's okay. Sure. I want to I talk about the holiday season. So, holiday season. gonna be a crazy christmas i'm excited about christmas i'm a christmas guy i don't um, I, I don't have a ugly christmas sweater with me right now no i do but i feel like give me an hour i'll make one you know what i mean yeah, bedazzled yeah. and everything maybe even some lights put in a bag battery pack let's go i want to ask you some christmas questions you know just come of those some of those silly christmas questions what are your top three favorite christmas films top three favorite christmas films well, number one, I think it's got to be Elf. 
Oh yeah. I, mean, I didn't even say that when I when we were just talking about that. Did you not? It's not even in my top five. It's kind of weird. I mean, like, I mean, obviously you asked me when it came out, like, I wouldn't have thought that would ever be like one of my favorite Christmas films, but that's right? become like the movie that I watch every single year. Every year, every year. Yeah. With Home Alone. Home Alone's a good good movie too. Is that on the list? I don't know. It's between no? that, debatable okay. between that and uh, Christmas Vacation. Ooh. Christmas Vacation's a pretty good one. Chevy Chase can't go And I kind of grew up with wrong. all of the like vacation movies. Right. Uh, it took me... I th- I grew up around it, but like, um, I had to watch it like later on in life to really like, like it. I don't know if that makes sense or not. Yeah, yeah. On the vacation movies, but like, definitely on mine is number one's Home Alone, two is Santa Claus, love, love Tim Allen, can't can't go oh, wrong on there. Um, Rudolph. I'm talking about the old claymation. school claymation mm, yeah. one. <laughs> you know, you can't go wrong with that. Whether it's like Jack Frost. Which is like another one, I think, like a spinoff. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely already like watching my Christmas movies every it's day. It's really tough to like say like what, because yeah, I mean, all of those are like super nostalgic, I guess to me. Right. That's the I word. That's the word. I don't know that I would remember like even what they were about because I haven't seen them in probably fifteen years. Do you have any wild Christmas stories? Not really. I wish I did. I was hoping for at least three, but that's okay. I I don't I don't really know if I have a lot off the top of the dome, other than like always trying to like find the presents before they were put out by Santa. Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess. Like, like let me just say, I was like, I was the guy. Like, hmm, I know where Mom put this stuff. I have one of my uh, one for my brother, which I might be fabricating the story. This might be a made up memory, but I think it was a real memory. <laughs> <laughs> But he was like super into basketball uh, as a child. You talking about Cody? No, no, my, my older brother. Your actually, older brother. Okay. okay. Uh, he, Cody says he likes the ball too. He is. He's actually yeah. pretty good too. Like both. So like I'm the only one in the family that got zero athletic ability. Hey, but uh, look at you now, man. Like, <laughs> I got all. I got a lot of music. Thank, hey. thank the Lord. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> I, uh, but no. So he asked for like a stand-up Michael Jordan. Uh, like one of the, like the tall things and it was like dark in our living room in the morning and he walks in and like all he sees is this like silhouette of like a Michael Jordan stand up and got like freaking terrified. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my parents would always try to put like the train underneath the Christmas tree and I would always see my dad just end up like uh, that would cause him to fall into the tree or like slip and like hurt himself terribly, which was always like the funniest thing to watch, because we we were always like stoked to like my brother and I to like go run up and open a presents, but I always had to wait for my father to like make his scene and then you know get into the presents for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so for for Christmas, um, you staying in town? Uh, I'll probably go back to Wichita. Wichita, Wichita. I think for is, at is least that like three hours. Three, two and a half. Two so and a half. Not too bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think just for Christmas Day, then Christmas, the day after Christmas, I'll drive back here. And I think Christmas, the weekend after, we'll actually do it with my older brother and his family because they split time Christmases with 
the in-laws and my family so i feel that i feel that a lot of family time they're the nieces and nephews in the family so they take priority (laughs) (laughs) um as we're wrapping up i just want to um let the listeners know where can we um stay tuned to what's going on with yourself and the band uh so you can follow me on instagram i have an instagram page adam stuber music uh, all, yeah, just Adam Stuber music. That's S T U B as in boy E R. Uh, then the band page is Cantaloupe City, on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I guess at Cantaloupe City. Any more sh- Stuber music? Any more shows for the rest of the year? Or uh, planning for twenty twenty? I'll be playing at Parkway Social Kitchen next Friday the thirteenth. The thirteenth. Oh, I didn't even realize that it is Friday the thirteenth. Uh, That's weird. In December. You know, speaking of December, it's strange that we haven't had any snow, like snow, snow. Like yeah. we had some last month, right? Yeah. You know what's crazy about that? Um, I was on my way to L.A. for Complex Con, which is like a hype cultural event that goes out there yeah. uh, for two days. I was out in San Francisco, and then we drove down to L.A. while that was all going on here. And I feel like maybe it's not gonna happen. I don't know. I mean, it is kind of like the beginning of December still, but. Usually we see snow, like yeah, that's a good point. A little bit, at least a little bit. Well, and then like last that, I mean, what was I, it? I don't know that I'll be disappointed if it only. Oh snows yeah, on I'm not. Christmas, oh yeah, I'll be no, 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 it's cool. If it snows on Christmas, that's cool. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I accept you, Mother Nature. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, it, it's funny of how like weather dictates people's holidays as well. Yeah, you know what I mean. Totally. Like. Um, I spent, when I was in South Africa, that was four holidays where, like, instead of, like, Christmas winter, it was, like, Christmas poolside because the opposite, because uh, they're, like, below the oh, equator, yeah. which was insane that to even imagine. It's like, I see family at the poolside that they send me pictures, and I'm like, damn, if I only. never thought of that at all. But right and it was okay the first year let me just let me just tell the listeners yes it's cool to like you know open up presents <laughs> around a barbecue in a pool <laughs> the first year was cool but then after that for me something was missing all the time uh also finding trying to find an, ever, an evergreen tree to to put up in your house in south africa wasn't always the easiest thing to find either I wonder if they do. They just have like a different vision of like what Christmas is all about. Like they don't have Santa Claus in South Africa. No, they do. They do. It. It's like I would say that's the only closest holiday that we can even like match to, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. uh, obviously Halloween. I mean, now let me take that back. Halloween. There was some places, and they do try to do like scary events during the Halloween season in South Africa, which was crazy to yeah. find out. That like some people actually do trick or treating, but other than that, I interesting. Mean, yeah, and they've got like April and May. They have so many holidays, uh, business holidays that if you were to take off like a few days each week, you could have like three or four weeks paid vacation, just because like the holiday, just because of how many holidays they have in a month compared to how many days you work. There was more holidays taken off than there are your working days. That's insane. Right? It's to happen in America. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like only towards like April and May. Like everyone seemed to always be like waiting for those two months. 
yeah. didn't really care about the rest. But those like if you played it right, if you asked your boss on those certain days to get off it, it was like just automatically Yes. Ingrained yeah. in that, which was mind blowing. All right, so Instagram, Facebook. Uh then I have a website. Website city hey. Yeah, and then um any plan any shows for twenty twenty plan right now? Uh we've got I I guess so, I should say. Uh in twenty twenty. After March, I'm playing at a, uh, do you know Taps on Main? Yeah. Uh, so I'll be playing there monthly on the third Friday. That's awesome. Of every month after after March, or starting in March. So kind of like a residency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, that's yeah. awesome, man. Congratulations yeah, on the that. The first two, first three months I'm playing there, but just not like on a residency, I guess. But Okay, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's still huge. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, excited about that. And I like that place. That's just yeah. me solo. You uh, got any favorite places that you like enjoy really playing in the city? Uh, Martin City Brewery. The band is at quite a bit. Damn. We'll be, we'll, I've heard of that place. They've got really good beer. If yeah. You like beer. Listen, I do drink beer. I just need some water for tonight. Yeah, I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> You're drinking delicious wine. I didn't know that was available. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, well, man. Um, I appreciate you. Uh, I guess the last question is, what do you hope Santa brings for to Christmas for you? Or what do you want for Christmas? What do I... So I literally made a list of things that I need. That you need? Need slash want today. <laughs> because I... Uh, my, so my mom asked me what I want for Christmas last week. And I was like, oh, I'll send you a list. And then like I got just thinking about it. And I'm like, well, now, now I'm like have a lot more things than you're going to buy me. So now I have like a list of things that I want to buy myself. Uh, and now I'm like trying to prioritize that, but I really want a Microsoft surface cause my computer died on me last year. Well, oh, I mean, sure. really it's just been like a gradual decline since 2010. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I need a new computer first and foremost. And I mean, I'll always take a new guitar or a new guitar amp or a new guitar pedal. Hey or Santa, I hope you're listening. Yeah. Hey Santa out there. Let's do this. Um, another question before we leave, um, just kind of like wind it down for those people out there that want to become a guitar player. What's some, what's some knowledge that you would tell them just kind of as a beginning? What, 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 what would you like, um, recommend them do practicing, whatever? What, what's some stuff you'd share? Uh, I mean, I think trying to, well, learn the scales, I guess. And then, I mean, find players that you are inspired by and like figure out what they're doing. Yeah. Then, it's okay to play blink 182, 405 yeah, times. And you like, know how to play that song. And if they like, if they do things that you like, learn them, but then learn how you can apply what they're doing to other things. So I think that's like the biggest thing is like, you can like learn a solo nine times over, but like how to like apply like this, thousand licks within one guitar solo yeah. to like other things yeah how do, how do you craft it to your style or to you who you are as, as a guitar player do yeah, you know yeah. what i mean yeah yeah you don't need to sound like exactly like them you can as long as you want to but is it really to make your mark i guess you could say is fun. I, mean, I think that just all comes from like i mean i'm inspired by like i mean i have no idea how many musicians but like you just kind of pick up things from everyone you learn and then you kind of, it all blends together at some point until it's like your own style, I yeah. guess. So. No, I like the, your own style, yeah. not their style. 
Yeah, I mean, everything's stolen. Yeah, absolutely, everything's stolen. 100%. But it's, uh, it's stolen in a fashion that hopefully it kind of becomes your own at some point. So Yeah, yeah, man. If you're just ripping off people, then you're doing it wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Um, well, man, I, I really appreciate your time. Uh, thank you for letting me come over. Yeah, kind of pop a squad me. here, record your amazing audio, which you listeners will hear on here for sure. Um, this is Nate with Streetwave. I'm with Adam Stuber for the holiday special. Thanks for listening, and we out. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. Next year, all our troubles will be mine.